Carla, once a skeptic, had finally succumbed to the realization the entity was real and that what she had previously interpreted as coincidences were in fact some kind of spiritual manifestations. The TV turning itself on and off as she oversaw the daycare children was no longer electrical interference, static, or otherwise. Wine glasses that fell and broke inside their hutch didn't do so as a result of a walk-by vibration. Window drafts weren't the cause of doors opening and shutting violently by themselves. In fact, the latter was staunchly confirmed by Janie. During lunch one day, as Carla and the daycare children sat in the kitchen eating macaroni and cheese, the cellar door had suddenly unlatched itself, opened, and quickly banged into the sidewall. The children all jumped in their high chairs and looked to see who had caused the disturbance. Even Carla, having grown somewhat accustomed to the happenings of this nature, shook in her seat as the door chonged open. The door swung back slowly from the wall and remained open for several hours before another impetus drove it back into its frame, latching it forcefully. The sound echoed with a rush throughout the house and then fell silent once again. The children all turned to Carla for protection, consolation. They each looked to her for words that would explain what had just happened. Carla knew it was only the ghost's way of telling her it was there, watching, waiting. She reached into the darkened closet of her mind for reasons that might make sense to a bunch of toddlers, but in the end, it was not her reason to give. Janie, who'd been enjoying lunch with the daycare after a half a day at school, calmly explained, It's just the ghost, guys. Sheesh. Several days later, as another workday wound down and parents arrived to pick up their children, Carla observed three-year-old Nicholas Thompson's mother, Margaret, looking curiously around the house as she stood in the foyer, waiting for her son to gather his things. Carla watched as Margaret's eyes appeared to study certain aspects of the home. Perhaps she had been following a dust bunny floating through the air. Perhaps it was something else. As they both waited for little Nicholas to procure his coat from the closet in the hallway, Carla asked, Is there a bug in here? Her tone was purposely innocuous and inoffensive. Margaret jerked her head toward Carla, seemingly startled by the question. Oh, no, I was just looking around. You have a very nice house. Well, thank you, Carla said. It's one of the newer homes on the street. Margaret nodded, her eyes again drifting away, up, down. We like to paint every once in a while, too, to keep it fresh, Carla continued, all the while eyeing Margaret's disengaged expression. One day, we'd like to turn it into a truck stop. Margaret twisted her head toward Carla, eyes narrowed in lines of confusion drawn between her brows. Carla simply stared back at the mother, her expression flat, awaiting a response. She had baited Margaret well, and it would only be a matter of seconds until Margaret knew she had been made. Carla watched as Margaret's eyes eventually relaxed and her face drooped of embarrassment. I'm sorry, she said. It's okay, Carla accepted. Anything you want to ask me? Margaret sighed, and her eyes lowered. Then, as she looked up at Carla again, a wry smile began to form on her lips. You guys have ghosts in here? Only one ghost. Carla said flatly. Margaret tried to hide the surprise, but Carla caught it. Margaret's eyelids fluttered and her nostrils flared, just briefly. Oh, Margaret said with a mock laugh, <laughs> just one. Yep, Carla spoke confidently. We've only been able to confirm one. His name is Mr. Achak, and he stays in Janie's room mostly. 
Margaret Thompson's face dropped. You're not kidding. Would you be asking if you thought it wasn't real? Carla asked. She watched as Margaret's mouth opened and closed, but no words came forth. Her arms, which once hung peacefully at her sides, were now cocked at awkward, uncomfortable angles. Carla remained quiet and waited again for a rehearsed response. She watched as Margaret physically tried to backpedal out of the conversation. When her shoulders slumped and her back rounded casually, Carla knew Margaret had nothing left. I'm sorry again, Carla nodded, accepting her apology. It's just that Nicholas came home the other day talking about ghosts and how your daughter mentioned something about a ghost in the daycare and I... She fought for more words, but ultimately gave up. It's all right, Carla assured her. Like I said, the ghost pretty much stays in Janie's room. He never bothers the daycare. Carla watched as Margaret's expression, once dubious.